We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Tyler, drum on my two guys. As usual, here and Malcolm. How you guys doing? Whoop. Man, I can't even say whoop today, man. I'm mad, 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 upset. And I am mad. not doing well. I'm not. Okay. Not even wooing, man. I'm mad. Okay. Um, before we get into the football side, before we get into this football game, uh, I just want to say something real quick about Apple Podcasts and something that I want to thank you guys so much for. You guys been killing it with the reviews lately, and if you guys haven't left a review yet. It's really appreciated if you guys could leave a review because it helps us out so much. You know, it gets the word out there so more people could listen. So if you guys have the time as you're listening to this podcast, you guys could keep listening to this podcast and write a review at the same time. Technology. I know it's dope. So if you guys <laughs> could do that, that would be super dope. It just really helps so much. If you guys could just write a review, if you guys enjoy us, you know, if you guys don't enjoy us, let us know in the reviews. I mean, it hurts, but let us know. <laughs> but if you could leave five stars, Always appreciate it, and we always support you guys. So uh, uh, let's get that out of the way. Now let's get into this game versus the Green Bay Packers. Wait, 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 wait. I want to say something. Go ahead. Okay. So, Malcolm, take a guess at what was Rod Marinelli's record through his first 24 games. Anyone? First 24 games. If I take a guess, I would say. 
Or I'm sorry, first 34. I already know the stats, so I'm, I'll let Malcolm guess. I would say 9 and... No, I'll say 10. 10, 9, and 20? I don't okay. know. First 34 game, just say the record, the win and the loss. How many wins do you think he had? Just say how many wins do you think he had through his wins? first 34 games. I'll say 10. You are right. How many wins game? does Patricia has through his first 34 games? <laughs> oh, man, this is bad. He only has nine. <laughs> He's got a title. Right. How many wins does Jim Schwartz have through his 34 games? Jim Schwartz? I think he's 10 too, right? Yep. He gets it? You're right. How many wins does Caldwell have through his first 34? <laughs> 19, baby. All right. You know your shit. All right. Good job. All right. That man okay. most definitely saw the tweet. <laughs> Rod Marinelli was 0 and 16. 20 in 2008, yeah. Yeah, he was 0-16. He has a better record through 34 games than Matt Patricia. Bruh. Matt Patricia has had Matthew Stafford minus eight games. Right? Stafford missed eight games last year? Yep. He's had Matthew Stafford. He's had a franchise quarterback. Top 10. Top 10 quarterback. I think he's better than top 10. But anyways, I mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah. He's uh, had a franchise. Bro, when you're that bad, like the odds are most likely you don't have a quarterback. He's had a franchise quarterback, okay? Top 10 and quarterback. Then, and then here's a fun stat from ESPN. With Sunday's loss in Green Bay, the Lions have become the first team in NFL history to lose four consecutive games in which they held a double-digit lead. What was the fun part? Keep making the records. That's what I'm talking about, man. Oh, they keep going in the history books. These are good. <laughs> this man said fun. Well, I mean, does ESPN just want to pick on us? <laughs> this guy said fun. And then, and then yeah, here's... Uh, so here's my little statement. This team lacks discipline. Uh, the, the scheme is awful, bro. The Lions defense is built to stop the run. And I believe yesterday they gave up, what, what was the exact number? Like two, over wow. 250 yards, 250 rushing yards. Um, that falls on your defensive guru, defensive genius, rocket scientist, whatever the hell you want to call him. All right. And then th- this is my favorite part of the scheme, right? This team's ideology for the pass rush, if the coverage is good, the pass rush will get there. Meaning they believe in coverage sacks. They believe in, okay, let's give a quarterback like seven, eight seconds. Let's let our corners hold up. And eventually these guys will get there. What the fuck are you thinking? Malcolm, I mean, seriously, like, bro, you got a second year corner. You got a first year corner. And you got like a like a guy who typically doesn't play nickel, right? You're leaving Aaron Rodgers all day to throw, literally all day to throw. What are they doing here? Not just Aaron Rodgers, Mitch Trubisky. They did it last year. They did it the year before. They've done it since Patricia got here. They've ignored the pass rush. The only pass rush they've signed in free agency that's like worked out is Trey Flowers. They've tried Mike Daniels, but I mean he's injured. Nick Williams, I mean. Five mil a year, whatever. He's Other than that, bro, game, yeah. they haven't really drafted anyone. Second round was Ashawn Robinson. Fourth round was Deshaun Hand. Fourth round. Why? Then they had all offseason to change their defense. They didn't change shit. They hired a new coordinator. I think that's bullish. I think that coordinator is just doing whatever Patricia wants him to do. Yeah, maybe they added a couple blitzes here or there. But it's the same shit. It's the same shit as last year. And their run defense actually got worse. How? You sign all these big-ass linebackers. Ready? Kristen Jones. He's huge, right? Jelani Tavai. He's huge. Him. You sign Janie Shelton. Um, who, what else they do? They, they bring in Jamie Collins. 
The run defense still blows. This defense is built to stop the run. They can't stop shit. They can't. Yeah. Why? Stop. <laughs> we suck. I mean, stop. I, stop. see, I, I'm, I'm giving you guys the spotlight this episode because you guys are sick of me. I've, I've done this before, and I, you guys What's don't need to. What's going on, bro? Like, like it, it's the real. same. It, it's the. It's comedical at this point. It's just re- it's just repetitive stuff. I mean, we get new personnel, the same shit. It doesn't matter what you know what happens. I mean, it's just the same personnel. I hate using this reference, but since Patricia's been here, it's made this reference actual relevant and true. And that's SOL. This is the same I hate old lines. But I, I know. Say like one more but thing. Patricia is making that shit the same old lines from 2018 to now, basically. How many sacks do the Lions have the past two weeks? Well, we have two. Two. Yeah, one yeah. for Jay Flowers and one for Jamie Collins. Bro, they're on pace for 16 sacks. That's awful. And the O lines they played the right side of the Green Bay line is is like weak, right? And the we Bears only have huh? We played Ricky Wagner. Yeah, he's yeah. not good. <laughs> we we, we released him for a reason. He's solid in the passing game. I mean, I'll say this. I mean, after rewatching the game, um, that that Packers front offensive line, they they played really well. Now, well, is the it, Lions D line gets no penetration? They blow. Oh, yeah, I, I, th- I yeah. think it's a mix of both. Because I mean, I'll say this, man. Like, yeah, you're, you're looking at you're saying, yeah, we got no pressure. They rush five. They rush six. <laughs> I watched them rush five, rush six, rush four, and they just that line held up. The the only thing that like makes you concerned about the Lions defensive line, like if you just didn't know already that it was ass, and like you're trying to give credit to the Green Bay offensive line, they had so many maneuvering pieces even in that game. Like yeah, their did. center, their center got hurt during that game. Um, who else got hurt in that game? Did Lucas Patrick or I don't know? Someone got hurt during that game, and then their original guy was not starting. I mean, like they had a bunch of maneuvering pieces just going into the game in general. I would get it if the Detroit Lions didn't try to put pressure. But no, I, I, again, I got I seen them put I seen them send five I seen them send six, and that line just held up. Yeah, they did. They, they, I mean, at that point, I mean, I don't even I don't even know how they could have generate try to generate more pressure if you're sending blitzes at them and, and nothing's happening. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean to to Pierre's statement, I mean, it's tough. I mean, being a Lions fan right now in 2020 is is, is tough because. And I know for the younger generations, you probably didn't even see much of this. I mean, this is looking like dirty 2000 lines. <laughs> I mean, this 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 is what it reminding me of. And the reason why you know this is it sucks it sucks really bad right now because we're so close. I just think that we just need that little push and we yeah. can be contenders because we were you know you're looking at what Jim Caldwell had with us. I'm not I'm not even gonna get in that debate right now. But Jim Caldwell, you know, eleven and five, seven and nine, nine seven, nine seven. We just need a little push. We just need a little push. And this Patricia is Patricia was supposed to take that next level. He burned it to the ground. Instead of giving a little push, he wanted to come in and pretty much do a rebuild without saying that we're doing a rebuild. Yeah, he wanted to bring in his scheme. He wanted to bring in his scheme, his people, and do everything different. So at that point, we're not doing a push. We're just hitting a reset button. Uh, Bob Quinn does not get a free pass. I've seen some guys on Twitter, some guys on Instagram saying Bob Quinn gets a free pass. No, he doesn't. He hired Patricia. He's said he's built this defense the way it's built. In last year's draft. Hogginson, okay, first pick, it was good, right? Second pick, Jelani Tavai has not been playing like a second rounder. Will Harris shouldn't even see the damn field, and Trey, he's getting more snaps than Tracy Walker. Yeah, that's nonsense. And then uh, Austin Bryant hasn't even freaking played. I think he's played like in a game or two. He doesn't even see the field. <laughs> bro, that's your, like, that's your, Tyler, bro. That's, that's like, three of your top four picks from last year. These are guys that you're supposed to be, like, your building blocks, right? We, we talk about you built through the draft. You built through that. These guys don't even look like they're, like, going to be good NFL players. At least in Detroit, yeah. yeah. Honestly, bro, you could, like, Will Harris should be a healthy scratch. They scratched Jul- Julian O'Quara. 
Will Harris should have been a healthy trash. He was awful, and he is awful. He can't tackle. He can't cover, and he's a safety. That's the job of a safety. He's like the Jared Davis, like at linebacker, basically. That's that, that, that's a really that's a really fair comparison. That is. He is. He's literally he has Jared the tools. Davis he has safety. the tools. He has the tools, but just can't. I think they're just overthinking. It's not even overthinking, bro. He can't tackle. I mean, with Jared Davis, is can't tackle either. <laughs> And Jared, Jared, Jared Davis, he makes plays. Like he saw the the, the play he when he shot the one gap. Play out of every ten bad plays. I, I I mean because he the only one play out of ten plays he does what he's supposed to do. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> he shot the gap. He shot the gap and go, and made a beautiful play to stop the run. Made a beautiful a beautiful. What about that long us. run? Uh, long, after the half, he couldn't shut his block. Well, he's shooting other gaps. Like he, again, it, it falls to you know doing your job, and that's what they say all the time that you gotta do your job. If everybody do their job, I mean, you might have some success. Okay, but, so are you saying the scheme is complicated for for these players? Is it complicated for these players? I wouldn't say that. I'm just saying okay, you have then, some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have one or two players that's overthinking. Like for example, if Jared Davis see, see a guy, the running back going one way. Instead of playing his gaps, he'll leave his gap wide open this and been try Jerry to shoot Davis another way. One. It's been Jerry Davis since day one. Since he's been here, he's been like that. I want to say that. Not in 2018. Not, not in 2018 when we had snacks. Okay, yeah. so you're saying this team is from an elite no-sack away from being a good team. Defensively? Yeah. I mean, if you want to get a team that's, that's going to be a team that's going to stop the run, yeah, you need this This defense needs an, an elite no-sackle. You, you just need, answered my question then. This defense to stop the run. Then this team uh, is not as, a good team. As far as stopping the pass and all that, um, it, it, it varies. But so, uh, why, so, why, do, so why does Bob Quinn get a free pass in this in this uh, argument? Then who, who the hell said Bob Quinn get a free not, pass? Not, I'm not saying you, but a lot of a lot like of people are free. saying Bob Quinn gets a free pass, and Patricia doesn't. Maybe they like the way he drafted. I I personally didn't. I mean, looking at what we did, we could have had DK Mech, motherfucking Metcalf. <laughs> I mean, I, yes. I, don't, I don't care about Metcalf and, and all I, that. Like, I understand you don't, but I do. I mean, shit. They could have all. What would our offense been if we would have just said, okay, we drafted DK Metcalf in the second round? I mean, what would our offense have been if you have Chauncey Gardner Johnson over Will Harris? Like, you could do what ifs all day, right? Yeah, you could do what ifs all day. Like, but, why? I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, this scheme is just like I think they're clueless. To be honest, I think this staff is clueless. They just don't know how to win, and they, they don't know how to scheme up a defense. Every week with Patricia, we have to work on fundamentals. We have to work on fundamentals. We have to work on fundamentals. I I could, every damn week, bro, the players even say, oh, it's on us on the coach. Every week since he's been here, every loss. Out of those nine wins, they didn't say that. But all those other losses, they say the same shit every loss. You're seeing no improvement at all. These guys are like, the team is young. You're supposed to see some growth, right? The veterans don't don't even play well. The veterans are lost. You don't have a pass rush. These corners, I don't care who you are. You could have five Deion Sanders there. Without a pass rush, you're going to get beat. I don't care who you are. I mean, I did say that from day one, but... It's trash. <laughs> team is trash, and that's why they both need to get fired. Patricia and Bob Quinn need to get the heck out of Detroit. Detroit honestly needs to blow this shit up and start over. And by saying that, probably Stafford wouldn't want to be part of that. And honestly, Stafford deserves success elsewhere. He doesn't deserve Detroit. We've wasted his talent, which is a shame. Yeah, I made a tweet about that today, actually. It's saying, it's like, so it's a shame, man. You had 11 years to build around a motherfucking franchise quarterback. And maybe not all those 11 years he was a franchise quarterback, but... A good period of time, he was a franchise quarterback in those 11 years. It's time to was, tear this shit up and start all over again. He, he was a franchise quarterback from um, 2011. 20, 2011 so, as I'm saying, you know, not not all 11 years, but majority of that 11 years. I mean, that's man. damn near nine years. No, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> majority of that 11-year span, he was a franchise quarterback. And we're speaking about almost a decade right now that they were incompetent of building. No. 
No, I mean that's not. I mean that's not Patricia's fault. No, I'm no, not no, saying. No, I, no, no, no. I, I'm saying this is everybody's. This is yeah, everyone. No, this like, starts oh. with ownership. They've hired the wrong Ooh, people. Okay. I don't I'm care, bro. This starts with ownership. I mean, they hired. They hired Bob Quinn. It looks like. I mean, they right hired now, everybody. We talking about? They hired everybody. They've been bad since forever. This falls on ownership. I don't care who everybody. it is. The fourth right now. All this years. time. This is on the fourth. Yeah, I've said okay. Let's give them a chance. But they they got to do this shit right. They they got to rebuild. They got to tear it down. They got to find the right GM. The right head coach. It's enough of this, bro. I'm tired of this shit. It really is. Tear it down and start all over. That's yeah. where we are now. We were like a couple of weeks ago. We we're like, man, we're about to be contenders. Hell yeah, I let's know. go. Well, I was never on this that. Post. Team, <laughs> this team is like they have no chance at all this year. They're done. They're honestly done. Are you looking at another top ten pick? You see, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. But if it's yeah. not top ten, it's probably a top fifteen pick. They're not good. I mean, you have Stafford. Top- Stafford might help you win a couple but- games. Other than that, bro, like. Even Stafford himself, he has to play better. I mean, he just yeah, Stafford, he hasn't been he hasn't been playing his best football. I mean, nope. week again is is week two. You're talking about a year with no preseason. This guy hasn't played since week what eight? When when last time Stafford played? Week eight of last yeah. year. So week eight, yeah, it was the yeah, Raiders. I mean, did did you expect Stafford to come in and fire in all cylinders after? Yeah, I actually play? did. He said he had a great camp. He had a great camp playing against his own team. What's a, a defense who you said is absolutely trash? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean. Stafford needs a, he needs he needs time. I mean, he'll be fine. I'm not Stafford. Is, though, Stafford, no the least time, of my words. There is no time. You there's say a lot of time. time. There's 14 games. What do you mean? There's no time. There's 14 I'm saying, games. Or this, bro. These games were supposed to be the games you win. You got Cardinals and Saints next. Now I don't know how the hell they're gonna win those. They're gonna need miracles to win those two games. The, the Packers was the game that they were supposed to win in Lambeau. No, the the Bears was the Packers. The Bears was, was the Packers it, was winnable. I mean, every game Detroit played in is winnable. You have a franchise quarterback. It's not like they're gonna they're, they're out of every game. I mean, yeah, they played really bad last. They, you know, but the but, thing is, right? You're you're leading fourteen three going into. Dude, that was just the first quarter. quarter. That first quarter. That was the first quarter. quarter. The second quarter, they they just like fell to their asses. They they just like they stopped doing what they were doing. Why? What is Bevel doing? Bevel has been bad this year too. Is is Bevel been bad as bad as well? And it's also personnel. And the, the thing where I think is not working Detroit, and I don't want to say it is this. This multiple man backfield, I don't like it, and the reason why I don't like it is because they go away from the hot hand. They go away from the hot hand. They, like your first drive last week, you have Carryon Johnson, and Carryon Johnson, he was playing. A, he had a really good first drive, really good first drive. That's how we got right. the touchdown. Guess what he do second drive? Out you go in, into um, Adrian Peterson. Like you're not giving these guys a, a rhythm. I mean, if you're if you're hot, if, you, if you're averaging four yards a carry, you need to ride this guy. You need yeah. to ride this guy. You can't right. the, you can't take out the hot hand and put somebody cold in there. And then once Adrian Peterson, the next driver at that, they're like, okay, you had your drive. Now they bring a Swift. And the Swift is in there. And now, yeah. damn now, carry on Johnson doesn't get another carry until the second quarter. Yeah, I agree can, with that. Can, can I add on something to that? Go ahead. You know how uh, I was a big advocate of you know having a multiple backfield, right? Of having multiple guys back there. But I agree with that. Um, what I meant by that, when they went to when I wanted Detroit to go get multiple backs, you know, for you know the backfield, obviously, I meant it. What Malcolm was just alluding to was having the hot hand for each game. And I, my prime example all offseason was the San Francisco 49ers, which uh, said a guy like Tevin Coleman could take over a game, a guy like Raheem Mostert could take over a game. When they had Matt Burita at the time, who could take over a game. And now you kind of see it right now with with the guys that you know McKinnon could take over a game. Coleman, when he was healthy, could take over a game. Most could take over a game. You know, just whatever. 
that's what I kind of right. wanted. And that's kind of what I imagined when I was talking about that. I don't think I made that clear. But, uh, <laughs> no, you, you, you did. You did. You I did. think you did, bro. I think yeah, we did. all did, to be honest. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So I meant I want one guy like per game, whoever has the hot hand, like what you're alluding to. I, I don't like this idea as well as where one drive, it's AP. One drive, it's on Johnson. One drive, it's DeAndre Swift. And, and not even just this game. We saw week one. Yeah. AP was the hot hand, and then, you know, what do they do? In the fourth quarter, Carrion Johnson was cold as hell. I mean, he was not getting any pop each run. I mean, the only thing you could make him justifiable being on that field was his pass pro. I mean, that was the only thing you could make a justify. But you had the lead going to that fourth quarter by, what was it, 10 points? I mean, you had a, you had a decent amount, or it was bigger. It was a bigger lead. So you had a pretty big lead going to the fourth quarter, and you put your best pass protection running back out there. Like, that just didn't make sense, and you got rid of the complete hot hand in AP. I don't want to speak too much about the Bears game, but same example kind of this week. You know, you took out Carrion Johnson, who was a hot hand. There's no Kenny Clark, and the Lions are just running up the gut, and Carrion was getting some nice pop each run. And yeah. uh, they just a next drive, Next drive, they go to Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And then, again, this was the first drive in the first quarter, and then Carrion Johnson doesn't see the field until the second quarter. Yep. At that point, he's cold. He's not – I mean, it's, it's not – it's like I feel like the Lions are not – they're not riding the hot hand. They, this is, that, that's the problem right now. They just don't know how to ride out of hand. Like, yeah, that's have, true. I agree. You have, you have uh, TJ Hawkinson. He's Beat him. Every week, I, bro, I text you guys this all the time. I literally do. Get Hawkinson more involved. I've said what, it on here. I've tweeted about it. What, he was what number is, eight What pick. is the problem? What, what is the problem? Like, are, are they babying him? Like, are they still saying, oh, he's still learning and he needs what? limited he, reps? He, I don't he, get he does it. Well every time he gets the opportunity. TJ Hawkinson. Honestly, listen, he's a listen, baller. Listen to get me. TJ Hawkinson needs 10 plus targets every game. You ain't lying right now, bro. Like, Ten I'll plus, thing, bro. Ten without plus. Kenny Galladay, without Kenny Galladay, this offense is lost. The, the I mean, he game he should there. he should be the main target right now without Galladay. I agree. Plus targets. What is he? Is he like? I think you. I think he's like what nine for nine for the year. Yeah, I think so. He's been targeting. He's, caught, I think he's caught everything that he, he caught. He way. caught everything his way. He caught everything his way. Yeah. But like seriously, but like it doesn't make sense. It's not like he's getting double team out there either. It's not like he's like getting double team. But you you could you could scheme this guy. You could I put agree. him on wide. You could put him in the slot. You could like why is he not the focus the the, the focus point of his offense? Why can he can he got he's not out there? It's, it's like they'll, they'll they'll go they'll go with TJ Hawkinson, and then they'll forget he's he's even on the field. I, I won't I'll forget that we even have TJ Hawkinson quarters two, three, and four. Yeah, it honestly like fine. the offense is like lost without Galladay, and I think that's just like remember how they said if we had injuries we could deal with it and stuff. They could deal with a Marvin Jones, but they lose Galladay, they're just lost. Marvin Jones has had tr- Marvin Jones has not played well the past couple weeks. He just hasn't. Danny Amendola's probably been the best offensive player. We, I think we could all agree the past like the last two. If weeks. we're going, if we're going receivers, I think the best offensive player has been Frank Ragnow. Frank Ragnow for sure. Yeah, I'm talking about like receiver skill yeah. guys. Yeah, yep, yep. Frank Ragnow for sure is like. I mean, he's one of the best centers in the league right he's now. He's the second best center, I think, in all of football right now, maybe. Yeah, if not the best. <laughs> but my favorite offensive player, you already know who it is. My favorite offensive player. On the Lions or in the NFL? On the Lions, man. E. Nope. Kavinda. You goddamn right. <laughs> Jason Kavinda. Yeah. That's my guy. That guy's man. been balling, too. That's that guy, my guy. He had a great game yesterday. Kavinda is just, like, really good. And Decker's run defense has improved this year. I'm actually impressed with that a little. But Yeah, Decker's been good. Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities. Whether they are our corner stores, our coffee spots, or our favorite shops, local businesses have always been there for us. They remember our orders. They call us by our names, always giving back. 
making a difference, and going the extra mile to support us and our community. Right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make sure the choice is to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol to tap and pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, official partners of the NFL. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there's no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides you powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely results in higher, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed's going to give you the important hire you need. Just like they have over the 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Follow offer through September 30th. Daryl Bevel, bro, like he just hasn't, he hasn't done what he did last year. And yeah, like when Kelly guys and when Kenny Galdi's in there, the defenses play different. But I mean, you can't just stop like. The offense doesn't stop when Kinley isn't out there. You got to produce. And it just hasn't been there. The deep ball hasn't been there. And I also feel like Stafford, the way he's been playing, I feel like he knows that this defense is bad and he knows he has to do well. And that's why he's forcing his mistakes, holding on to the ball too long, throwing a pick six, taking unnecessary sacks. I think Stafford is just kind of like, sort of like, not fed up, but he knows he has to carry. He He knows knows he has has to to carry this team. And like, it's too much pressure on him right now. And it's getting to his head. It's affecting his play. I mean, yeah, you see it out there. Really good. That's actually a really good point, man. I'll agree with that 100%. Yeah. It, it, that, um, too much pressure. Too much pressure on Stafford. It, it, he's been like this his whole career. I mean, enough is enough. <laughs> when you have to carry Honestly, a team. I'm him, bro, in the offseason, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah, you have, you have to carry a team for 11 years, and you're like, yo, what the fuck, man? With no running game at all. Until no, this mean, year. But this year, I the mean, defense blows. Yeah, this year, I mean, that's why I'm a little optimistic. But, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But, yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough because, again, no defense. Yeah. I mean, it just frustrates me, too, is that you invest into a running game this year as well. And it's proven that it's worked so far in the first two games. And we've had leads in both these games. Different scenarios. But we've had leads in both these games. Good leads, too. Not like some three-point soft lead. We've had good leads. And... We just abandon what's working. Like, I just don't understand it. If they're stopping it, I understand. But you know how I told you I don't even get excited anymore when I see a mismatch, like, on defense or something like that or on the offense or something like that? This is why. Who was not out there? Kenny Clark. What do they do in the first uh, first drive? They attack that, you know, that A-gap with no Kenny yeah. Clark. It worked, right? Yeah. What do we, what do, were, we do after? Play, they were running. They were play-actioning. They were getting wide-open catches. Yeah. You know, TJ Hawkinson was making big plays. You know, carry on. You had my boy Kambinda in there. I mean, 
they were they were doing what they're supposed to do. It's their and, pregame script. Their their pregame script is good, but in game, he's not. Bevel's not doing a good job. He's just this year. He's not. Also, yeah. Stafford is not helping too with his play. But like I said, he's probably like thinking he has to do a lot too. It's um, just like this team right now. It, it's a disaster. There's so many things that are just not clicking and not working. I don't I mean, even know. I mean, I mean, Stafford. I'm looking at Stafford. I could probably these two games. I'll probably say I, I've seen three bad plays from Stafford. I mean, it's not like we're saying Stafford's been horrible. You know, he's not been playing well. I mean, he's playing. He's playing well. Yeah, he's made. He's some, playing well. He's just he's making made some crucial mistakes. Though, he making. He made. He's making some mistakes. I mean, it got, again, he had to play a, a, a game since week eight last year, guys. He's gonna make some mistakes. You know, he's holding the ball too long because, like you said, man, and that's that's a very valid reason, man. Too much pressure on him. He knows he has to. He knows that he has to. He has to make a play. He always has a mindset. I I have to make a play. Yeah, and I'm not trying to make this. This is Stafford's fault because if if this is our biggest takeaway that we're saying Stafford is the reason why we're losing, absolutely no, not. I, 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 try, I, I know, no, I just want to make that clear right now because people might be thinking that right now. They're like, oh, these people are bashing Stafford. Like, no, 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 this, no, no, this no. is not the reason at all why we're losing games right now. Matthew Stafford is far, 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 far from any reason why we're losing these games right now. We're losing the these games because have 99 problems and Stafford ain't one. Yeah, we're losing these games because they're just going away from what's working. And that, that's that's my biggest takeaway. Away from these last two games, is that they're just going away from what's working. And yeah, something defense. that works. The defense can't execute. Their fundamentals blow. They can't tackle. They can't cover. The is blown they can't rush the passer. The defense. The defense. They're bad. They're bad. I get it. They're not. They're not a. They're not going to be. They're not going to be a top ten. They're not going to be a top ten defense. They're not going to be a top fifteen defense. They're not going to be a top twenty defense. They might not even be a top twenty defense. They might not even be a top twenty five defense. They might not even be top thirty. They might not be top thirty. They might. I mean, I don't know. But what I'm saying is that they can. They can get you some stops. It's not like saying that, you know, when you're looking at Aaron Rodgers, they, they force Aaron Rodgers a lot of having him go for it on fourth down. Yeah, it's, not like, it's not like they're, they're complete ass and that people are just running through them. I mean, they're getting third down stops. We had that one huge stop where we could have took advantage was when Jamie Collins got that crucial sack. Like not, a big yeah. sack. I'm saying they, they, they're, they're, they're just something there. I'm not saying that it's complete, a complete dumpster fire, but it's, if you have a, a good enough offense, you could, you could carry that defense. Yeah, like I if don't know about that. it's not yeah, a dump. Yeah. It's, it's not. A, I mean, Steph, it's just this, like this the smelly wrong. clothes, you know, like the ones you didn't wash. This <laughs> 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 is just like the clothes you've been washing a week. And again, like, if, you, yeah. if you if you can create stops on third down, that's all you really need. I don't really care how much yards you're giving up. If you're giving up touchdowns, yeah, that is. I mean, but if you can create stops on third down to give your offense a chance, it's winnable. That's all you need. I mean, and the thing is, Aaron Rodgers wasn't perfect on third down. The, what were the they? Line, what were they like three for eight? Three for? I mean. They they weren't perfect on third down. Yeah. So put it together. Put it together, Lions. That's all you that's all you need to do. Like you just need to what's working, go with it until they can stop you. See the like this is what Green Bay did. Green Bay basically did that to us. They they kept running and running and running and running and running and running down our throats and we couldn't stop shit and they still kept doing it all game. I, I, I don't know. I just have no faith in it. You see, if we're talking year one, Matt Patricia or any coaching staff right now, I'd be okay right now. I'd, 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 I'd justify and say, you know, let's just give this time. This could be fixed, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But this is year three now, man. This is year three, and it's the same mistakes year in and year out, game in, game out. Like, it's not even excusable anymore. It's why, like, I have no hope. I'm not optimistic at all about it. Like, if we could do that, do that. 
it's a bunch of what ifs. It's always been a bunch of what ifs with Matt Patricia. So it's like, how am I going to keep buying into what, you know, what could happen when he's not doing shit and it's not changing shit when it's the same shit that happens every week. We get off to a good start and blow it. Like it just, I, I get it. You know, maybe you see flashes, maybe this could work, but like it just comes to a point where it's year three. We've done this. We've done this week in and week out. It's yep. the same shit every single week. It's not different. It's not like we're like pr- improving week in, week in and week out. We're not. It's the same stuff. We're getting worse. You could make that. You could make that argument. Yeah. I mean, it is. I don't know. It's uh, that's why I just I'm not optimistic. I know it's only week two, and yeah, usually by week two, usually by week two, you're like, oh come on, guys, this is a lot of season left, and there is a lot of season left. But fourteen gate, fourteen games. Yeah, but. It's just it's, they've shown me nothing for me to buy in. If they're not gonna give a shit about changing, why should I give a shit about them? You know, like it's just that's just the mentality I have right now. Like I don't. It's laughable. It's comedical at this point because it's the same shit every single week. Like it's it. They're not changing. Like I I can't. Yeah, and like what you said, Tyler. They gave up seven point four like average on the ground to the Packers. Like they expect me to give a shit when they're not doing shit. Like how does that Honestly, work? Like when, when that's you're built, reference, by the way, <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're built to stop to run and you give up 7.4 yards of carry and uh, 35 carries on 259 yards. Like what are we doing here? How, how, how the hell are they built to stop the run? <laughs> how the hell are they built Malcolm, to stop the run? These are their guys. They, they wanted Trey flowers on the edge. They wanted Danny Shelton. They want Christian Jones. They want did, 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 did they they really, want these big did, linebackers. Did they really want Danny the Shelton, or did they had to settle for Danny Shelton? They they wanted him. They signed him. They wanted Snacks Harrison. No, they didn't. They signed him and then they released him. I mean, because he didn't play. He didn't play well. But what they wanted is a guy like a Snacks Harrison. Okay, you could have had a nose tackle. A better nose tackle. You didn't. You signed Danny Shelton. Maybe they thought he was <laughs> the better nose tackle. I mean, the thing is. This team is not built to stop the run. They can't. Uh, uh, apparently, they can't play the gaps. But that—that's how—that's how they're built, though. Their defense is built to stop the run, but they can't stop the run. That's what I'm trying to say. It's Patricia's third year. He can't do it. I, just, I still don't get how they're built to stop the run. It's because the, per- you know. the personnel that they have signed the offseason. I mean, they made it immediate that they signed Danny Shelton after the snacks release. And they signed Trey Flowers, one of the best run defenders in the NFL. And they go out and draft a guy that was not worth the second-round pick and is only known for stopping the run. July Tavai, Christian Jones has literally no worth on any NFL team besides stopping the run. They give him an extension. So that's the personnel that Chris, they believe Chris, they could stop Christian the run. Jones, Christian Jones is their jack linebacker right now. But their belief he could stop the run. That's the, why he's playing jack to set the ad in the running not, game. He's not there he's when not, he's pad he's, rushing the passer. He's not, he's not doing a bad job. Okay, but I'm just. It wasn't good last week or this week. In, in general, not, look, what I'm trying to say runs, is. All those runs, look at all those runs. Those are all A gap. I get all it. A-gap. Okay. Yeah. Davis, right? I mean, Jared Davis. Jared Davis was, was ninety nine point nine percent of those at fault of those plays. Not all of them. He was. He didn't play. No, hard. He didn't play all no, uh, no, uh, no. I'm saying like like uh, a good ninety five. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. So why are they replacing? Why is he their guy every year? Then he's been. Yeah. Why? Why? why are, like they love him, right? They love him. He's gonna get better. Why is he the character to say why shit with him? I mean, that's, that's Bob Quinn's pick. Like, I don't, honestly, are you asking the wrong why person? Why is he still in Detroit? Why is he that's, here? Bob, that's Bob Quinn's draft pick. I don't know. Don't ask me. Why don't you write a letter to Bobby Q? I mean, he he's shown he could stop the run before, but like that that's what I'm saying. What else is Jared Davis good for? What is Jelani Tavai done? 
And I mean, what is Jared Davis good for besides stopping the run? I mean, that that's that was his thing, right? Stopping Jared, I mean, Jared Davis. It, it was never his coverage skills, and I can tell you that for a fact. No, I mean making tackles, you know, playing sideline to sideline. I mean, what has Jelani Tavai done for the line? Jelani Tavai, you're asking. I don't, even, I don't even want this guy to be drafted. He was what a guy when Will we Garrett drafted. Done? Well, he was a guy when we drafted, and I said, "Huh? Take a Who's watch. that?" Well, there's nothing. I mean, he does, but like, it's not a huge issue in the run game. I mean, that's more in the coverage game. But as far as the run game, man, I mean, I don't know. That is what their defense is. I mean, what else is their defense built for? If yeah, they don't the care about the pass rush. They clearly don't care about the pass I rush. Thought, I thought the defense is built for coverage, like like you guys said. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, it is. <laughs> but like, when you don't have a pass rush, like, what are you doing? You bench. You bench your pro- arguably your second or third best pass rusher on the team. You you scratch him. Why? He's your second best pass rusher. Yeah, probably second best pass rusher. Why I mean, you scratch your pass. Why you scratch your pass rusher? Why? I mean, I'm I'm just looking forward to what he's getting more snaps. Dude, why I mean, that's the only thing. I, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to right now. I, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. Maybe he can't defend the run. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah, you know, he can't defend Julian the run. Was out, wasn't like, out there. Right now, I don't know that. I don't know why. You need a pass rusher. You trade flowers is your only pass rusher. And Deshaun Hand, that's all you got. It's not no one give, else. They don't give a damn about pass you look, Bro, you look at other teams. They got guys coming off the bench that can rush the passer. Detroit has nothing. They have Jamie Collins who could blitz. They have safeties who could blitz the linebackers. That, like, no, Jamie, I don't know Collins, they, J- that. Jamie Collins got his sacks coming off the line, bro. Yeah, he, he was playing on the line. Okay, yeah, he blitzed. Okay, but like I'm saying, it like, was it a blitz? He was one of the line. He rushed up the middle. He was on the line. Oh, yeah, it was at three tech, right? He actually played defense tackle in that play. Yeah, he, yeah. Okay, yeah, but he okay, but then after that, what do you have? What do you have after those three? Collins and Hand and Flowers. What do you have? I mean, Hand hasn't showed me anything this year. Well, I mean, Flowers like Flowers has to play better. You're paying this guy eighteen million a year. He can't just have one sack and one pressure a game. He has to play better. Yeah, they all have to play better, man. I mean, the the, the front. I mean. But the thing is, bro, it's, this is what defense it's, 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 it's a joke. I mean, it, it's bad. I mean, the double flowers, right? And you could leave everyone else on one. You're not worried. Detroit doesn't have a pass rush. Yeah, they could blitz, but they, they don't really have no one. Flowers gets hurt. You're fucked. I mean, you're already fucked. Like, hey, yes, they were good. Now. <laughs> like, Rosio <laughs> he's a solid rotational piece, right? But who do you have? You have no one. That falls on them. You have, have Bob Quinn been here for five years. And he has not addressed the shit. You know, yeah, I remember during this press draft, press conference, he was relying. He said, Austin Bryant, we trust him. We believe him. Dude hasn't even been on the field. No, he hasn't. He's not eligible to come back, I think, until week eight anyways. What are we doing, man? For real, that's, that's the pup, that pup, tank? pup is yeah. week eight? Yeah. Wow. When you start the year on pup, yeah, because they, they didn't cut him and stuff. So, wow. yeah. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> we, might not see, we might not see another year of Austin Bryant. And is he even ready? Like, this guy hasn't even played. He's going to be so rusty. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough, man. Yeah, that's, that's tough, man. I'm, I'm laughing through the pain right now. <laughs> yeah, you guys, is, man. Want- that's, that's tough, man. It's, oh, it's, it's seriously want, comical. Like, I want, I like want their to mistakes, drive, bro, <clears throat> their mistakes are comical. Honestly, I don't know how ownership still, like, has them here. I would have fired them last night. You would have fired them last night? I, I honestly would have fired them last Chicago night. Last I would have made, I would have made Braden Coombs my interim head coach. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. I would have I mean, fired them last night. I mean, but the thing is, they, they're not going to do that. And the reason why is because that would have to come down to, from um, Bob, Bobby Q. And Bobby Q is not going to fire his boy. Ownership should, but ownership doesn't have the balls to. They they're patient. We've seen it for the last six years. They've been patient with everyone. Ownership. They should fire these guys. Why are they still here? What have they proven to you? Ownership. They haven't done shit. I mean, this is this is what this is why I'm not really. 
I mean, you're like, all right, we're gonna fire, we're gonna fire Bob Quinn, and I don't believe this ownership is gonna hire the right people. And that's I fair. mean, it's the same shit every single that's year. Fair. I mean, they've been like this for sixty that's years. Fair, but I mean, they haven't done shit. No, no, that's fair. It's very fair. But we can't just keep living and saying like we can't live by that uh, that narrative saying, oh, the line's been rebuilding for fifty years or whatever. Like, I mean, y- you gotta eventually hire the right guy, right? <laughs> Like eventually, I mean, how many tries? It's been sixty years. Okay, I mean, I I've given out the, it's reality. The Forge are never going to sell the team. We have to live with it, right? I mean, it's either you give up on the Lions, because that's all you're going to get. You either have to give up on the Lions, or you got to hope that these people find the right coach or the right regime. I mean, that's all you got, because they're never selling the team. We'll never see in our generation. They're never selling the team. Sheila, if. Whatever years, I'm. This is just stupid. But I'm saying she's gonna pass down the team to whatever. It's just stupid to talk about. Whatever. The fours are never selling. There's too Doesn't many. Doesn't look of like them. they will. There's too many of them. There's too much money involved. <laughs> too, too many of them. There's too many of them. Too no, much bro, they got involved. passed down. The father and, started the and, team. And there's idiots like us that still attend the games that they have no reason to sell the team. Like, why would they sell the team? <laughs> And like you could see, bro. Like last uh, the other when they lost, there were a lot of Patricia supporters who are completely uh, like done with them. They're done. A lot of people are done with the staff, ownership. They got to get rid of these guys, bro. Fire Patricia was trending on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, I mean the, the fans. The fans are clearly done. I mean, how, how does the players? And move? I guarantee you, some of the players are done, but they don't say it. Yeah, they need a job. They're pay, they're playing for their paychecks right now. Yeah. A lot yeah. of guys are probably done with this staff too, but but they don't say it. I mean, how, how, I mean, I mean, I mean, as a player, I mean, if if I was in a locker room, I wouldn't be dwelling, especially if I was, if I was a new guy. If I was probably like a vet, like if I've been there since 2018. I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? But if I was new, like those new guys, like the Reggie Ragland and all those guys, I'd be like, yo, it's week two. We didn't have a preseason. You know, are we really treating these games like regular season game or not in, you know, regular season mode yet? Yeah, did you, know? you already said actually today? What happened? Did you actually already said today, Reggie Ragland? No. He said uh, something like that? He said, we just got a fucking ball. We got to oh, play. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've heard that. We got to fucking <laughs> yeah. play ball. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I mean, dude. There's gonna be Russ. Nobody's gonna be perfect. I expect missed tackling these first mm-hmm. few games. Yeah, you remember they had no preseason. But like, so other teams team, didn't I, either, though. Say, like, we're, yeah, we're it's not, not just it's not just us. It's, like, it's not I, just I, like the Detroit Lions were the only know, team that missed preseason this year. OTAs, I, like, I know this is a whole NFL issue. It's a whole NFL. But there's been a lot of bad football. I think everybody hasn't been clicking all cylinders. Yeah, right. But like, teams are winning still, or like playing a good enough. Somebody has. Somebody has. Somebody has to win. But why oh, can't it be Detroit, us? Like, I wish it was Nothing us. from Detroit, though. The defense still blows. We're expecting, like, they hire a new defense coordinator, right? But they're running the same defense. There's no change to it. Literally nothing is new. It's the same shit. You can't stop the pass. You can't rush the passer. And quarterbacks have all day to gush your secondary. We make Mitch Trubisky in the fourth quarter look like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Well, yeah, man. That, now that's because he took advantage. I don't want to talk about saying his injuries as an excuse, but other teams are he took, he with took, injuries too. I'm not he using that excuse. He took advantage of the opportunity that was given to him. Is what I'm going to so say. So why didn't why can't the Lions? Why don't the Lions Clark take being of out of the game? Every team is dealing with injuries, bro. Every hell, team is dealing with injuries. Hell, I don't, I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. But I'm just saying, as far as for Mitch, as far as Mitch in Mitch case, I'm just saying he took advantage of opportunity that was given to him. Good for him. Why couldn't the Lions take advantage of Jalen Johnson being out there? Why couldn't the Lions take advantage of Kenny Clark? Jalen Johnson, Jalen Johnson is playing really well, and as you. Seen, he had pass breakups. Yeah, he, he he played well. I would he also have well a pass rush though. He has a pass rush. We don't. I'm just saying the reason why we couldn't take advantage of it because he played well. He didn't play like a rookie. I'm just saying, like, there's mismatches every week somehow. Yeah, 
I mean, every game. You're we, always going to find some mismatch. We, we, this is what I'm looking at. It's week two. We have, you know, it, it's bad, but, you know, we are banged up. So are other teams, though. Look at the Packers without Kenny Clark. I mean, but is it like, guys, is it ideal to play Aaron Rodgers with no secondary? Come on, man. Well, Seriously. you have the number three pick, and you have the pick from last year. That number- and you have Daryl Roberts. Those guys, I mean, you should be confident. Do you want me to laugh? Do you want me to laugh at that? You, you can at laugh that at that all at you want. Statement, look, you're saying no that we have. I, I get it. Trufant was out there. And freaking uh, Trufant. If we had Trufant, if we had Trufant, Trufant, bad. If we had Trufant and Coleman out there, we would have had a better chance of what we had la- yesterday. I'm That's telling you, we, we, we would have still lost the game. We probably would have still lost the game. And we probably would have still got killed. <laughs> yeah, it would have been the same story. It doesn't matter who's out there. That's I mean, Aaron Jones was just killing us by himself. Yeah, he was, he was killing us in the air. Like, he, it was a play that he caught a, it was a nine yes. route. Like, it was, it was a straight goal route. And Roberts was, Robert, Roberts was on him. And he caught, he mossed Roberts. Roberts, he lost the corner. Exactly. I'm saying, like, if we had our full, if we had our guys out there, Roberts wouldn't have been out there. That would have okay. been on Coleman. And now, would he have? Would, would you make the argument that Aaron that he would moss Coleman? I'll know. say no. I don't know. I'll I say mean, no. I'll say I'll personally say no. I mean, Regardless, yeah, that's one. That's one play out of their 42 points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yo, we couldn't stop the run. We have no secondary. He, Aaron Rodgers was able to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And, and in Kyler Murray's gonna do the same thing next week. We'll talk. We'll, about we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later, man. I want to. I want to jump too far ahead, but as we could clearly see, you two are totally done. This season is over. You guys are already projected us to have a top what five pick, top ten, pick? at least top top fifteen. Top fifteen. So you have Stafford. Let's you might win one, a please. Games. Okay. I am. I. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not emotionally out of it yet. Um, I'm still, you know, I've seen bad football. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in there till at least by week 10, week 11, when they're, if they have like two, three wins by like week 10, week 11, then I'll say, you know what, this season might be a wrap, <laughs> you know, but I'm not going to come out here in week two and say, well, what if, what if we can get Trevor Lawrence first round pick, first overall pick, you, like, you talk about first overall pick to get Trevor Lawrence, you're going to need to go one sixteen, buddy. You need to get, you need one or two wins or go one sixteen. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not going to happen. And then I want to bring up like a couple other things. So like right now, does Popcorn have the authority to re-sign Kenny Galladay from ownership? Because they're like losing games and they, they might not be like, does he have the authority to re-sign Kenny G? That's Ooh. another question. That's a good point. I mean, Bob do, Quinn. Does Bob do you, Quinn have the authority to sign Kenny Galladay to a long-term deal? How, how do you treat this deadline as well? If it's Bob Quinn, I mean, how do you treat this deadline? Because I mean, trade. I mean, trade I know away. we're. I know this is only only two right now, but let's just assume that the lines are bad by the deadline by week eight and they have some selling pieces that they could do with Marvin Jones, Danny Mandola, potentially maybe Deron Harmon, whatever. Potentially potentially Kenny Galladay too. So what I'm saying is how does Bob Quinn address this? Cause if he's here, who's here? But if he isn't here, who 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 gets that shot? I mean are they allowed to make moves? Th- that's so confusing to me right now. Like what is gonna happen? I don't know what's gonna happen. Do you just stand pat at that point? I mean because I'm, I'm players, I'm just I'm I'm, out. I'm just looking from when this last happened. When we had a similar story in 2015, and Martin Mayhew got fired midseason, the Lions just stand pat. They didn't make any moves, and they actually had some maneuvering pieces. If you guys remember, Kelvin Johnson was one of them. You know, so I'm just saying. I mean, they ended up standing pat, but I mean, what did the Lions do with this deadline? If let's say they're bad, I mean, it's just it's interesting. I don't know. If Bob Quinn's going to have the authority, like you mentioned, I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. Whoever is here, like, without Bob Quinn or not, they if they don't re-sign Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, you could get, at least get, like, a third or fourth for him. You, Sanu went for a second last year. Desperate teams do desperate things. 
Yeah. Like the Patriots don't have a receiver. They could trade a third for maybe a second. But who's making that trade call? <laughs> Martha Ford, or not Martha Ford, Sheila Ford? Sheila no, Ford like someone Rod Wood? Office. Like, who's making be, this shot? It would be, uh, there's three guys in the front office. Jimmy we Ray. Fire, we need to fire everybody. Newmark. I know, but I'm saying, like, if you fire Bob Quinn, like, Newmark, Jimmy Ray, Kyle O'Brien, one of those three guys could be the interim GM, whatever you want to call it. You let, an interim, G- you let an interim GM make a bold move like that? Most of the time, it's, like, the player personnel who just, like... Like, I don't know exactly how the Lions do it, but, like, the the director of pro player personnel helps on that. So, I mean, like, this front office has made trades. Not just Bob Quinn. Like, the other guys are part of it. You know what I, I mean? I get that. But you're firing most of these guys if you're firing Bob Quinn. Yeah, but you want to, like... Who are you leaving? Like, these guys all need to go. Like, including the water boys, including the janitors, everybody. The, the maintenance so, boys, the, the the helmet guys. Everyone needs to go at that point. I honestly think that, that that's probably going to happen. They're probably going to tear it all up and do it all over again. But, like, I mean, say, like, you're, like, one and whatever. You win two games or one game at, at the deadline. You should be sellers, regardless of whoever's there. I agree. But in 2015, you can make the same argument for Calvin Johnson. They didn't sell him. They kept him on the team. He retired after. That was a valuable trade piece as well. I know I'm looking just back in time right now. I don't think they, they you trade Calvin Johnson. I think that's, like, that, that's different with him. He was he's he's an animal. He's different, but that's yeah, the baller and oopsie. All right, uh, baller of the week is Jack Fox. He's just been killing it. He deserves it, but that was the most he's unenthusiastic. The team right now. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Jack Fox. We had him on the podcast, and plus number three is like one of my favorite numbers, and he's rocking number three. Whatever though, he's just that's a baller. Terrible. That's terrible, man. I, I think I. I think he's leading the, the whole NFL in net in net bunny. He's actually killing it. He's like the only bright spot on the Lions team right now. No cap, like in general. No, Frank Ragnow too. Has no been man, there's Frank Ragnow and Jason Cabinda. There's a lot of but like in general team. though. He's that Jack Fox is the MVP of the he's team. The right now. He, we have the, we have certain runners that's you know that uh, have bright spots, but they just don't get the ball no more. I'm just saying Jack Fox is like the most consistent and like the most. He's just the best player on the team right now. <laughs> he is. Oh, I mean, that's I, I, bad. That's not good. I think I mean, he's and, like if you want to argue that with me, I could argue that with you. I don't. I don't feel like arguing that because no, no. That, this, this is your, this is your baller of the week, man. He's I'm my just baller that, of the week, and he's also the baller of the last two weeks. He's just been the best player on the field the past two weeks. That's all I'm saying. You don't believe me? Go turn on the tape. He's been good. He's been good. I think he deserves the baller of the week this week. Hundred percent. I agree with that. All right, Tyler. Who's your oopsie doopsie? Sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. Uh, hey, Mr. Krabs, how you doing? <laughs> this might be a, a tough choice for you, Tyler. Yeah, who do I go with, man? There's so many options. Like, I hate to throw a nine, but nine's part of this contention right now. The coaching step is part of this contention right now. Uh, Will Harris is part of this contention right now. Mm. I mean, Jared Davis is part of this contention right now. Like, who do I go with? I, I'm the entire defense as a unit. Yeah, I'll do that. But the main guy who's leading the ship is Will Harris. Will Harris is leading the way on this. Yeah. Will Harris, he was god awful, man. Uh, not even with this play. The two fucking personal fouls pissed me off, man. Those are just draining and get all the juice out and ruin all momentum. So, yeah. Will Harris, man. And, and and Matt Patricia playing Will Harris more than Tracy Walker. That, that's the co-candidate leading the ship. He's the guy on the airplane sitting next to Will Harris leading the plane. That's that's Matt Patricia. If I'm not going to even say the joke. That's mean. But, <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> Will Harris and Matt Patricia are leading the plane right now. That is my oopsie of the week. And then uh, the whole Lions defense is on the plane as well. So, like, they're, they're first class right now. They're sitting. Okay. Uh, J- Jack Fox is not belonging in that plane. Jack Fox is on the on the team bus instead. Jack Fox is on the private jet. Yeah, I, I think Jack Fox is on the private. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I like that. He's yeah. on the private jet. I like it. So. Yeah. But everyone else, man. Yeah. Actually, fuck it. They don't get first class. They're seeing. They're sitting on Spirit Spirit Airlines. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Let's let's do a couple voicemails of let's just hear what you guys you guys just heard us so. Let's hear you guys. I uh, I think Malcolm said he got a little preview. He didn't listen to them, but he was reading them a little bit. I believe some rants. Cause some came in the mail today. These nuts. <laughs> got him. <he. laughs> got him. <he. laughs> so there was a lot of people there. They were they were not um they were very unhappy. So let's um just just go into the first um voicemail. All right. Let's do it. Uh, oh, voicemail. Well, it's just tough, man. I try to look forward to Sundays. I'm at home, all alone, not on college, not on campus in college. And, you know, I look forward to Sundays to watch a nice game of football, but I can't because the defense puts no pressure on the quarterback, leaving your number three overall pick to just be not in a position to succeed, much like um, no other organization that would do that. And it's just tough. Um, it's just hard to watch. It's just hard to watch. But I do it every week, hoping something will change, sadly. I just wonder what Jeff Okuda would, would have turned out to be with the Patriots or the Ravens or the 49ers. It's just... Oh, it's tough. It's tough. That yep. was so. That was so relatable. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds like a, a normal Lions fan Sunday, pretty much. Four, I mean, at, at four o'clock. Yeah, at four o'clock, that sounds like a normal Lions Sunday, and yeah, I mean, better scheme, better pass rush, you probably be have more success. And I said this. I actually said this a while ago. I said that um between C.J. Henderson and um Jeff Okuda, I said. T.J. Henderson could have a better career than Jeff Okuda, and it all depends on where he goes. I told you guys this, and this this is this is why, you know. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see the future. Um, let's go to the next voicemail. What's up, guys? Uh, this is a Lions fan coming from New Hampshire. Um, back when I was like five years old, I made a decision to support the Lions because I really like the Lion King instead of um, the New uh, England Patriots. I've been regretting that decision ever since. Um. I don't know. I feel like we're in a really tough position now. It's like, yeah, I want a, like a new head coach, a new general manager, a new scheme, everything. But the issue is, I don't want to force another season and just wait a whole other off season to change it all again. I don't know. It's a it's a shitty position, especially since the whole reason we brought in brought the coach in was to was to bring in like change. Like we're supposed to expect to to be a major contender. And all we've done is go back and look at the stats for the past. The first thirty-four games, we had coach Tim Caldwell went nineteen and fifteen, right? And Patricia now nine twenty-four and one. Are you kidding me? Like, what are we doing? And his cockiness is just ridiculous. He knows that any time he goes on the stand, he won't he won't even admit it. He'll say, "Well, I actually made the one of the best head coaches, 
best calls in head coach history, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Very frustrating. You guys have any any comments on that one, man? This is just, like, repeating what we were saying, like, this yeah. episode and last episode. Like, these guys just understand it, man. Like, it just hurts. It does hurt. Um, this call might be um might be might be a little bit um, more funnier. Um, this no. guy seems mad. Yeah, I'm just reading it because you know you can read like the voicemail before you can play it. Yeah, yeah. And wow, I just see a lot of stars right. here. Well, this is play this bad boy. Doesn't um, it feel but it feels? I'm not gonna lie, this feels a little better. Like relating to people, like knowing people are going through the same thing. Like you know you see it, but like this, here, this is, like, this is nice. Yeah. It's like it's like the group circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, voicemail. Hello, Lion Sand from Wyoming. Uh, I am fucking over the shit. I didn't want Schwartz fired. I didn't want fucking Caldwell fired. And this is the first time since Marinelli or Mariucci uh, that I've wanted a coach fired. Um, well, Morning White as well. But fuck this regime. Fuck this staff. Fuck this smartest guy in the room bullshit. I am over it. I am over it. Uh, they wasted Stafford. They wasted Stafford. He's 31 years old. He's still got another good four or five years in him. And I hope to God that he plays for a winning organization somewhere else. And, like, the sell the team shit, um... I mean, I never really got it until now, and and I kind of do. They haven't extended Galladay. They're not spending money. Um, we have, like, so much cap room, and, you know, I understand with COVID and next year being, you know, less cap, but I'm uh, – let's, let's try to win. That's all I want. I just want to win. God damn. Yeah. Wow. Another an, another very relatable. I think we need to do something like we should just have a counseling podcast one episode. I kind of like that idea. Like get a big Zoom call or something like that, and just have a bunch of Lions fans all like at once express their opinions of of the organization. And I honestly feel like that could that could be a banging podcast right there. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> that I could be like a disaster. That. that could be good. It's like that's it's just a, a nice like group session where we all relate. I, I like that. We might need to set that up. Even if it's not a podcast, we might just need to set it up. <laughs> I mean, uh, to be fair, though, he did say he didn't want Schwartz fired and Caldwell fired. I, I did, because those guys took the team as far as they could, both of them. Um, I'm not but, trying to have a debate right now, but yeah. I'm just going to say that real fast. Like, I don't want to say I agree with the entire of his call, but, but I feel his pain. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, Same I, with I the cap space stuff. I mean, who, who are you going to sign? And who wants to even come here? He's talking about he's talking about Kenny Galladay. I guess he was. I think like he was talking like thirty million. Like he was talking about like why don't we get like Clowney or something like that. Like he's not going to sign here. A safety or like good players don't don't want to come here right now. Like current, there are some good free agents out there. They they don't want to come here. They want to go to a contender. All right, Galladay and... thing makes sense, but we talked about that earlier. Do they even have the authority to resign him? We don't know that. All right, let's just do the next call, man. Yeah, we got we're down to our very last call, and, and again, guys, I want to thank everybody that participated and actually called in and le- and left these voicemails. I mean, it makes our day. You know, we want to hear you guys. It's good to have you guys on the air. So let's go to the very last call. Um, voicemail. 
Yo, guys, love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank First you. off, that game was ridiculous. I'm not for anyone losing their jobs, but, I mean, come on. Patricia, his, his time is up. I basically, I'm at this point, if they don't fire him this week, and if they lose against Arizona, they have to let him go. Nine and twenty-four in three years, and they specifically said each year that nine and seven with Caldwell was unacceptable. He has done nothing with this team, talent that we have, or whatever, and the defense for a defensive-minded guy is terrible. And I have to mention one thing to all these guys that keep posting about the fours need to sell the team. One, ain't going to happen. Two, if it did happen, who are they going to sell it to who's not going to try and move the team out of Detroit? And nobody wants the Lions to move out of Detroit. So quit saying sell the team or whatever. What the Fords need to do is do some serious hard looking for an attitude change around there because I'm sorry, I'm tired of year in and year out kicking in the top three, five, or ten of the draft. But this is just ridiculous. The coaching is not there. Patricia's not it. We just need to move on from him. Hopefully we can salvage the rest of the season with Bevel or whoever, but the Patricia experiment is over, and it may be Quinn's time to go, too. But that's my thought. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. One pride. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you man. Support. We appreciate your support, and uh, I feel your pain. We talked about the ownership earlier in the podcast. So Yeah, something I've mentioned is just it's it's, it's never going to it's never going to happen. So you just got to hope that you got to put your trust. Did they going to make the right hire? That's all it is. You just oh, got to put your I mean we're fucked. That's what I'm saying. It's like you either just get away from this team now, like just forget about the NFL, go to the cider mill on Sundays or we got to put our trust into the forwards. I know it's sketchy, but that's all we got right now. <laughs> I honestly don't. I honestly don't think that if a new owner comes in, I don't think they'll move from Detroit. I, I mean, I just, you could put in like the contract that like if the fourth sell, keep the team in Detroit or something like that. But I mean, but, like, the market is juicy. Why, why would I, I you agree, move the team? Man. De- Detroit's a good spot, man. Like it, it's proven even with all like the losing and like yeah. all the losing. Fans are loyal, and, and all the losing that. <laughs> They sell. We show up. I mean, we show up to games, like including yeah. us. I mean, in, not just us. The whole fucking fan base. They show up, man. They're loyal. Yeah. We have probably one of the most loyal fans. This team has put the fans through so much, and fans still show up. Like, Ford Field will be sold out in a game where it's not supposed to be sold out. Like, like dead how, ass. Like, how many other cities could say that they sell, like, 
like if this was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before they got Tom Brady, I mean, obviously there's no fans this year, but like they they never put you know good fans Look out at there. The football team, like, yeah, yeah, last year, two thousand two, they did, and and they have had good products. You know, they've had good products in the past, and you know, like people just don't care at some point. But in Detroit, there's always someone. I mean, we always got a nice fan base at every game. It doesn't matter how meaningful or how meaningless the game is. Yeah, right. All right, guys, that is a wrap to this episode of the Pride Podcast of us kind of breaking down the Packers game, uh, breaking down our frustration, Mm. another therapy session type episode. Mm. And um, as we always say, on to next week as we play the Arizona. On to next week. On to next week. As as we play the Arizona Cardinals. As Malcolm would say, us into Canal. But what do we do? Now we bounce back. Hey. Now it's time to bounce back. Hey. <laughs> so. I don't know about that. We'll talk about that later in the week. Yes, we but, got uh, we got the Arizona Cardinals victory. So uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna have a victory. We're gonna have a victory party after we beat them. After we beat them Cardinals. Mm, all right. <laughs> let's get a nice little victory Monday. Victory let's, Monday, let's man. Down well, there a little guys. Let's like, man, let's have just... a victory Monday in a while. I actually have a I actually have a, a video that I'm gonna post for a video for Victory Monday. I can't wait. I'm just waiting for it just to release it. All right, guys. Uh, I'm out. Uh, peace. All right, everybody. Uh, make sure you um, hit up the hit up iTunes, hit up Apple Pod. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review, and leave those reviews. Um, again, it's your boy Malcolm. Go Lions. Don't give up. There's still 14 games left. Peace. finally over football is back you might not be in a game this year but you can still be in in all the action at bet online bet online is going an extra mile to make sure you get you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to teams players and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else you can get in their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.